Shout out to our sponsors. First up is Kiss My Souls. They are a streetwear brand out of Toronto, Canada. Check out their Instagram at Kiss My Souls INC. And Haiku, they are 100% vegan and gluten free edibles company here in Edmonton, Alberta. Um, you know, they have cake pops and things like that, and tasty treats that get you nice and toasty. I could use one right now. <laughs> Anyways, check them out on their Instagram at levels.of.ambrosia. This is Last Call. My name is The Grizz, alongside my co-host. Alan Roberts. All right, let's get into it for the weekly review. All right, starting things off on a positive note. Dr. Fauci has said that he thinks concerts could return by the fall of this year. Wow. Um, that's awesome. That'd be fantastic if... That's real. Yeah. What is that based on? He said it's based on 70 to 85% of the population getting a vaccine. Okay. And and that would just be for if they wanted to completely open it up all the way without masks and stuff like that. But he said even if, you know, the number vaccine numbers are still not quite there yet, but at around that number, we should be able to open some venues back up. That'd be dope. I literally just saw a post um, saying that New Zealand just had their first concert. 20,000 people, no masks, shoulder to shoulder, because they haven't had any uh, new COVID cases for like the last two months. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's great that they can do that. I absolutely, I, I saw that too. And yeah, they, they, you know, just everything I've seen about New Zealand, they took the lockdown seriously. Everybody came together and you know hopefully people see that and we start acting right this year yeah it'd be nice yeah I'm getting a little stir crazy here folks <laughs> not gonna lie it's getting a little uh these four walls are starting to close in a little bit and, uh, <laughs> i like to go outside where it's safe again when it's safe again <laughs> definitely if new zealand can do it we can do it yeah the the vaccine's coming there's I know Pfizer announced this week there's a delay, but they're hoping to have it back to 100% of shipments in the next four weeks here. So just a minor speed bump. Well, if that's if you're taking the vaccine. Right. For those taking the vaccine, yes. Yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily the safest thing yet, but we'll see. And uh, I know a lot of people have lost their lives out there. Worldwide, what was the toll? Two million they just passed. Yeah. So it's still it's still rampaging out there, but I mean, if everybody can just do their part, you know, mask up and uh, just you know do your part. Stay home. Don't go out if you don't have to. And uh, hopefully, COVID will be a thing of the past. Hopefully. Soon enough. Yeah. Anyways, what's up next? Up next, uh, Vanessa Bryant got candid this week, uh, talking about. The grief she's felt after the passing of her husband, Kobe. Yeah, it's rough. I mean, yeah. it's, I can only imagine what it's like to lose your partner. Um, 
she's got to be going through it, you know, her... What do they have, like, four kids? Yeah, and they lost. And not even just losing a partner, but losing a child at the same time. Like, that's got to be incredibly, incredibly difficult. And I commend her for pushing through and finding strength where there doesn't seem to be any strength. And just, you know, pushing forward for her kids that are still here. Absolutely. A lot of people would crumble under that pressure. Yeah, she she just was, you know, encouraging people to find their reason to live and, you know, live every day like it's going to be your last, so. Yeah. Shout out to Vanessa Bryant. All right, next up, uh, Funkmaster Flex is arguing that Drake is a better rapper than Jay-Z. What do you think? <laughs> I don't think he's far off. I mean... What are we talking about? Are we talking specifically about flow or are we talking about um, success? Yeah, he said he said, you know, for the as for the like craft of rap, he said Drake has it all, the melodies, the bars, everything. But he said, you know, if those ghostwriting allegations hadn't came out in his eyes, he would have been the best. But Yeah, I can see that. It is very close. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, Drake is is what he is. I mean, you know, you have to give credit where credit's due, and he's he's killed it. Um, I mean, on paper, I'm pretty sure right now it looks like he's having a better career than Jay Z has had. Can't deny that. And um, he's when it comes to the numbers, he has them. So you can't really can't really uh, take it away from him. No, definitely, definitely cannot. He's a one-of-a-kind artist, that's for sure. I don't know. You guys let us know. Slide up in our DMs at Last Call PC and let us know what you think. Who's a better rapper, Drake or Jay-Z? Up next. Trump became the second or first president to ever be impeached twice this week. Twice. That sucks. So now he can't run again. He can't get his pension. No more Secret Service. He don't got none of the perks. (laughs) Just out here butt naked in the streets. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to see that picture. Oh, man. He's going to have to pay for his own security detail. Um, Everybody's going to come after him now. All those lawsuits that have been pending and whatever not. Oh, yeah. He's got... He's got a long road ahead of him. I don't, I'm i interested to see what he's going to do. <laughs> Me too. Like, if I was him, I'd just disappear. Fake my own death, something. Like, just, you know, yeah. peace, I'm out. Because, like you said, if it's not the lawsuits coming after him, it's, you know, just people that might want to have their own piece of him now that he's not right. being protected. Like, yeah, it's tough out here for Donnie. <laughs> Time will tell. Anyways, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord splits you. Peace out, Donnie. (laughs) What's up next? Up next, Azalea Banks posts some rather disturbing videos this week of her digging up her dead cat and cooking it. Cooking it. I heard about this. She said she wanted to um, keep the skull. Of the cat. And 
there's some allegations of her being involved in witchcraft and things of that nature, which she does not deny. I don't know, that's just weird, though. I mean, to go that far to dig up your own, like, deceased animal. And they were, she was, like, joking and laughing the whole time. Like, it was... Yeah. Like, like, I'm kind of wondering, like, well, how did, how did Fluffy die? <laughs> Was it natural causes, or were you trying to, like... Did you kill your cat just to, like, cast a spell or some oh, shit? Oh, yikes. Like, she doesn't have the best track record for telling the truth. <laughs> so... <laughs> that is a fact. You know, let me hush up before she curse me or something. <laughs> Moving on! Uh, last up here, Danny Lay is being accused of clout chasing after her new relationship with the baby. I don't even want to touch this one. Yeah, it's uh, just a mess after a mess after a mess. I mean, there was allegations of them being together while he was with his baby mom. I believe her name is Mimi. Yeah. And, um, you know, there was... Uh, they kind of put an end to those allegations by uh, him and Mimi posting pictures of them together. But... That Danielle chick, she never stopped. She was, like, pining for him. Uh, basically, like, begging, like, let me be your girlfriend on social media. If you go back and look at the posts, if they're still there, <laughs> it's a little pathetic. You know, she just keeps, like, dancing to, like, his songs in the background <laughs> and, like, saying, like, finding songs that, like, I should be your girlfriend or I'm the better woman and things like that. And I just thought it was so funny. I'm like, you just need to calm down. Like, he don't want you. And then, turns out, he did. <laughs> so, I don't know what's going on there. I feel like it's just a clout relationship. Yeah. I used to like her before any involvement with him. Because she seemed like a cool artist that just yeah. had dope music. And you then, know? yeah, now, no, not so much. Yeah. I mean, and she was on the rise. She was doing her thing. She She's a dancer as well as a singer. And she had a... Well, I sang out with Chris Brown. She actually choreographed Bop for right. the baby, which is probably how they met. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, she was doing big things on her own, coming up in her own time and her own pace. And I guess uh, she just doesn't want to wait anymore and just yeah. wants to, like, speed up the, you know, process. I don't know. I mean, if they're really, like, together and really in love, whatever not, good luck to you guys, but... I don't know. I think this whole relationship is just fake. Yeah, I got a hard time believing it, too. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll keep you informed. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, up next we have Dope Finds. All right, this week's Dope Find is Amper Technology. You can find them on Instagram at Amper underscore technology. And they're a company who specializes in turning... Everything from chargers to wireless speakers into one-of-a-kind pieces. They have, I saw a charger that they had where you, you fold, unfold it and you can charge like six devices at once. Really? And they uh, actually have, their newest creation is called Shower Power. And it's a wireless speaker that is made for your shower that is 100% powered by the water flow. Wow. That's uh, very innovative. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I'm going to have to check them out. Yeah, you betcha. All right. Up next we have, if you don't know, now you know. 
you know that if you hold your own thumb in its hand, like if you hold your left thumb in its hand and squeeze, your gag reflex disappears. Huh. Might not try that out right now, but <laughs> I believe I just, you. I just, I can just see people at home right now, like, squeezing their thumb and sticking their finger down. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's no real scientific evidence as to why this works. A lot of people just think it's pressure points, but, you know, and I'm, you know, I, I tried it. Yeah, I tried it, and it works. Huh. It was weird. Wow. So, fellas, um, I don't know if you can find a useful situation where that information might help you out thank me later <laughs> and if you didn't know now you know <laughs> up next we have dj life okay, dj life we're talking about how to gain enough exposure to lead to a regular gig how to gain enough exposure to lead to a regular gig well you just gotta put yourself out there you gotta Hit the pavement running. A lot of networking, lots of late nights, lots of, well, <laughs> before, anyways, before COVID. Yeah. A lot of um, networking and being social and, you know, being out as much as possible. Going to the popular spots or, you know, your local pubs and clubs and, I don't know, asking for a chance or, you know, if you can get a gig here and there, you know, that leads up to something more. Um, but it's a lot about just being yourself, being a good person, I think. Being, you know, and then by me being a good person, I mean, like, just being a nice person. Like, like don't be an asshole. <laughs> mm. You know, and just put yourself out there and try and meet as many people in the industry as you can. And try to make friends in the industry and just, you know, make sure that... They, people know your face and what you're about and put yourself out there and it'll lead to something good. Definitely, man. I, I agree with you there. I also think, uh, you know, use social media to your advantage. That's uh, that's how I got my start. Harassed you into giving me an opportunity and uh, it worked out. So. You did. You did. You harassed me for months. <laughs> months and months. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hated you. I hated you so much. Deservedly so. <laughs> but hey, you know, and you're persistent. And, you know, eventually we were able to link up and start working together. You Show you the ropes and then you took off on your own. It's good. Uh, so that's some good advice, you know. Use social media to your advantage. Um, try and... Connect with other DJs in your community and put yourself out there. Make sure you're out there. Make sure people see you out there. Make sure your presence is known. Go out, spend money. <laughs> you know, yeah. Tip well. Because <laughs> uh, the industry, we're all, we're all in the same industry, so we're all, we all got to look out for each other. Absolutely. Anyways, up next, we have Ultimatums. Now, this one... I, I picked this one because, like I said, these four walls are closing in. And I would like to be anywhere but inside right now. So would you rather spend the rest of your life on a sailboat as your home or an RV? 
Ooh. Dang, that's a good one. Right? I mean, the waves, the sun, the salty air, or the open road, forest, pine trees. As a, as a proud Alberta boy, I think I got to go with the RV, man. <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> Me either. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> happened um i would also have to say the rv i'm not a proud alberta boy okay but uh i would prefer the uh open road yeah as opposed to water i mean like if it was like a yacht Mm. and i could get over like my emotion sickness (laughs) yeah then yeah i probably pick the yacht you know you get to visit other countries other islands things like that but i mean i love road trips so I I think an RV would be dope. I love to camp. Yeah. Just a city boy who likes to do country things, I guess. There we go. Anyways. <laughs> Sounds better than Alberta boy. <laughs> Up next, we have question of the week. Riddle me this. This week's question comes from my man, Mikhail. You can find him on Instagram at Mikhail Wills. And he asks... What do you think is the best way to prepare music for a gig? Ooh. Um, Depends on the gig. Like, I used to do, like, a lot of hip-hop shows, so, like, in order to prepare for those shows, I would... It depended on... It would depend on the artist Mm. and the style of music that they did. Right. And I would compile a folder of music that was the same. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that it had the same vibe, same energy. So by the time the main act was to come out, everybody would be hype and, you know, into it. Yeah. That's how I put my playlists. Well, not like a playlist, but like I would just like compile music that of the same genre or whatever. Just ideas get your mind going. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, songs that fit the bill. You know what I mean? Mm. So, I mean, I think... It depends on the gig. Like, if you're doing a rock gig, obviously you're going to compile a folder full of rock music. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Yeah. If it's a country gig, you can do the same thing with country music. So it depends on the gig and where it's at and who your audience is. And then I would just compile a folder of music that fit the bill for that gig mm-hmm. and play from there. Yeah, that's, that's good advice. Uh, I think... For me, I like before COVID, obviously, when, you know, you would have a gig, a weekly gig, I would take a couple hours before a gig to download the newest songs, organize yeah. them, and just maybe uh, favorites that I've been playing over the last couple weeks, just to, so I can always be looking for new stuff as I'm DJing and have the hits locked down and good to go. Yeah, no, that's good advice too. Always, uh, you got to stay on top of the new music. You gotta keep, you gotta stay on top of like what's coming out, when it came out. Yeah. And just keep updating your, uh, your library. Anyways, up next, we have Dope DJ of the Week. This week's Dope DJ of the Week is DJ Sherrod. He's from 
New York, and he started an organization during the pandemic called On the House, which provided over 9,000 meals to wow. underserved communities in New York over the holiday season. Okay. That's, that's, that's mad dope. Um, like I said, I love to see DJs who use their platform to do good things for their community. And, you know, shout out to him for doing that. That's awesome. I mean, it's been a tough time for a lot of people, especially with uh, COVID and a lot of, you know, elderly people or sick people who can't leave their homes to get their own groceries or things like that. Or people who have lost their jobs and can't afford to, you know, yeah. I mean, we all need some extra help right now. And I think that's very big of him to uh, start a foundation like that. Absolutely. Shout out to him. All right. Up next, we have Diary of a Mad DJ. All right. This week we're talking about fake friends in the industry. Fake friends in the industry? Uh, too many. Um, well, I mean, I mean, we're all adults, right? So, I mean, it's not necessarily about fake friends. I think it's more like you just need to be aware of who you're spending your time with, who's around. Um... I mean, it's an industry where people are going to want to use you, um, whether that be for their own financial gain or for clout purposes or whatever. I mean, some DJs just want to get to know you so that, you know, they can piggyback off the work you've already done or to gain access to your, you know, fan club or whatever you want to call it. Like, mm-hmm. And, um, so you just have to be careful. You can't, I don't, I don't trust anybody. So you can't, <laughs> you can't just trust anyone. Um, it's a, it, it's an industry that can be very cutthroat sometimes. And you just have to be aware of who you're working with and protect yourself. Use things like NDAs and stuff like that and contracts to make sure you get paid. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, everybody is out, everybody's always going to have their own intentions you just have to be aware just protect yourself for sure i definitely definitely wish i would have listened over the years when uh when i let certain people into my circle and the good friends told me you know those probably aren't your people and they were right so please (laughs) protect yourself because it, it can cause a lot a lot of hurt if you don't so yeah, especially if you're, like, a good-hearted person just naturally and you just naturally, you know, are nice or, mm-hmm. you know, you do anything for somebody or whatever. There are some people, unfortunately, out there that will see that and they'll use it to their advantage. Yeah. You know, and that's why I say you got to protect yourself. You can't trust everybody, unfortunately. That's just the world we live in. Yeah. Anyways, up next we have Make DJing Fun Again. All right. Uh, we're talking about making time for other hobbies. I think it's important to boost your creativity, not just be, you know, DJing all the time as your only hobby. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, if you want to DJ all the time, do it all the time. If that's your hobby, do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you have other interests, don't um, take away from those. Spread your time around, mm-hmm. you know? But, I mean, if you want to spend... Most of your time on the ones and twos, go right ahead. But if uh, other areas of your life start to suffer because of that, then that's a problem. 
So just, you know, time management and just spend your time wisely. For sure. Yeah. And, you know, I think uh, I, speaking for myself, I know a lot of times if I'm practicing or if I've just had a busy, busy month with DJing, I find it good to just, you know, whether that's playing video games or, you know, going for a run or going skateboarding, just find other things to do to, you know, get your mind right and you can go back in and kill it with DJing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it depends on the person. If that works for you, that works for you. Mm. Um, there are people out there who are going to find that beneficial, and there are people out there who just want to DJ. They yeah. just want to focus on that and put their time into that, and that's okay, too. Definitely. Yeah. Anyways, that's it for this episode of Last Call. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you guys. Or, <laughs> well, we can't see you, yeah. but we'll be back next week. Uh, anyways, till then, wash your hands, mask up, and be good to each other. Alright, peace out.